0: And I am Shayla, standing in for Asanda Better Now, we're going to be chatting all things social media trending topics. Uh, these occurring in the last 24 hours. And on the line, we have Katleho Salwadi, or rather Salwadi uh, coming through and assisting us to break down each and every single hashtag. And we're going to kick start off the conversation with CA Union Buildings. Good morning, Katleho. How are
1: you doing? this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sheila. How are you?
0: I'm good. Thanks. How are you?
1: Great to be on the show. Thank you.
0: Lovely, lovely. Uh, let's talk about uh, the posters that have been put up. So I did note one of the posters saying that Christianity is under attack. Defend your faith. Now, the march is said to be taking place on the 22nd of August at 10 a.m. What is the conversation around that?
1: Absolutely. So what we know of the story is that um, the president of the African Transformation Movement, um, who is also an MP, Mia Zungula, you know, he posted a, a, a social media post on Twitter basically mobilizing the Christian community saying that um, they need to fight for Christianity and for churches to be open again. Um, he argued that um, it made no, no sense that um, church doors remain closed. While large gatherings continue to happen and we, and we know that, you know, clubs are open, restaurants are open, and people mm-hmm. are able to gather in numbers. So it does seem rather inconsistent to have churches not be able to gather.
0: And given the current uh, conversation that is taking place, what do you make of uh, the future um, sort of um, actions that will take place from those in power? What do you think is going to happen next? Do you think they're going to allow churches to commence in full capacity or are they literally going to march and nothing will come to avail?
1: I think this is going to be an interesting one. Um, You know, whether it's, first of all, the protest will be effective is, you know, a question, um, you know, to note. Um, Whether any changes will be made, whether they'll be heard as well. But also I think for me another concern is just, you know, whether um, protocol, COVID protocol will be um, um, observed, you know, in this protest, because we know that um, we are still in a pandemic. We mm-hmm. are still trying to get as many people vaccinated. Um, you know, will people have their masks on? And also just to, you know, it did mean that we need to deploy possibly um, the police force. You know, we don't know how many people were expecting at this protest, but it may mean that um, the police needs to be Deployed just to make sure that you know no chaos um, breaks out. Um, yeah, we do know that in the last month or two we've we've experienced um, you know riots and, and um, yeah disruption. Basically, we are hoping that um, this process is peaceful, and whether you know there will be changes made to laws is yet to be seen.
0: Mm, And I think uh, another question that I would pose to you, do you believe that if churches were to be converted into vaccination sites, that would help the situation? Uh, Do you think it would allow for churches to be reopened?
1: Well, that's exactly towards um, Vuyo Zungula's point, you know, to say that um, the government wants to use churches as vaccine sites but are against people gathering to, you know, praise God and express um, you know their right to to worship whoever they they, they wish to. So you know just mobilising um, the Christian community um, and Christian faith to to get people to fight for what they believe in, which I feel that is a worthy cause. Um, you know if people are able together to go to clubs to party etc cetera, etc, cetera, then um, the Christian community should be able to uh, practice their faith. I do worry though about. Um, the control of numbers Um, a sentiment that has come up on social media you know Mm. is that um, christian pastors and and priests are concerned about their pockets that this is not even about um you know the christian community coming together to worship but rather Mm. um they're not able to to get as as much tithes as they're able to um, when people come to church i think that is an interesting view Um, but I will go with the sentiment that, you know, um, if if people can gather for clubs, they should be able to gather to to pray.
0: That is true. I think that would have caused quite the controversial conversation in terms of churches being looked at as businesses. We're going to be getting into an ad break, but when we come back, we're going to be chatting all things Haiti, third term, and hashtag the ANC.
1: Trending news right now.
0: We're chatting to the likes of Gatleho uh, Salwadi and she is keeping us abreast with the current hashtags that have transpired over the past 24 hours. Uh, let's look at hashtag Haiti earthquakes wreaking havoc on Island State. Now, tropical storm uh, Grace battered Haiti on Tuesday, flooding communities and pampering relief efforts as the country struggled to recover from an earthquake that killed over 1,400 people in pulverized. 10,000s of homes Um, Katleho, what is the conversation with regards To what's currently happening In Haiti on social media
1: Sure, I think what is Happening or what has happened in Haiti Is rather unfortunate um, As if the pandemic is not enough um, for them to be going through. Mm. Um we also know of the political um instability since the assassination of their president just a month ago and now to have you know an earthquake strike the the nation is is rather devastating. Um as you rightfully put it, thousand five hundred lives lost, decimated homes, schools mm. and offices and churches, you know. Um, and and I think that um, it, you know this is not the first um, uh, earthquake. We know that the the country is um, you know known for for earthquakes It's very prone to uh, earthquakes as well. Um, and and yeah, this earthquake just making things worse um, as they've been trying to recover from other disasters.
0: Yes, and has there been any government uh, statement on a humanitarian fund to aid the country in its recovery?
1: So what we know is that the country is trying, um, as can be expected. However, it seems that um, people in Haiti themselves don't necessarily have faith in in their government. Um, there seems to be, you know, disparity as well, which is understandable. As I mentioned, that you know, there's just a lot their presidents. They really are trying to gather themselves. And, you know, to have this earthquake um, strike is, is rather unfortunate. Um, but we do know that Doctors Without Borders and many other charity organizations are working around the clock to assist in, injured patients, um, you know. And we know that, for example, uh, Naomi Osaka, she's a tennis player,
0: um, mm-hmm. and,
1: and her father is from Haiti. And she said that if she won the U.S. Open tournament, she would um, – donate all the money she would win, which is $250,000, she would donate it towards um, the recovery of Haiti. So different uh, donors, um, organizations, and people just coming through in support of Haiti.
0: Yes. Um, just to touch on people coming through um, and really doing their bit to assist uh, Haiti, have there been any kinds of GoFundMe initiatives ran by uh, just people on the ground, you know, not necessarily organizations or departments or other kinds of avenues um, mm. to assist.
1: Absolutely. We've seen a couple of those coming out. Um, we've also seen, you know, messages that people should um, check the legitimacy of these gold crowd, of these um, crowdfunding um, organizations that are seemingly popping up um, and people can check on charity navigator.org, yes. just to verify that you know the, the um, organization that they are donating to is legitimate, is registered, and that the money will actually go to the people of Haiti. We do know that people do take advantage of these situations, and um, yeah, we, we are trying to assist uh, Haiti as much as possible, and people just need to make sure that they donate um, whatever they can to the right people and to the right accounts.
0: Lovely. I think. Thank you so much for sharing that information with regards to them making sure that it is actually going uh, to aid the people of 80. I think we can move on to the next hashtag, which is hashtag third term. Now, uh, the Department of Basic Education plans to cancel the October holiday period for schools in South Africa uh, to help them make up for the lost teaching. Time now. Uh, what has been the conversation on social media? I'm quite curious to find out what uh, those in school are saying about the current matter.
1: So, education unions and school government bodies are basically opposing the basic education department, department's proposal mm-hmm. to scrap those October holidays um, to make up for the teaching time you know lost to um, COVID-19. And we know that this is essentially five days um, that were lost to the earlier closure of school for the winter holidays. Um, But the sentiment on social media, especially from parents, is that um, the government really needs to try and strike a balance here because, you know, keeping children going to school for too long – especially under these circumstances, is not good for them either. They do need to they do need to recover and recuperate. And, you know, this is considering teachers as well who have been working around the clock. With homeschooling, we know that, you know, that has intensified, um, you know, the teaching process. Yes. And so, you know, a lot of people just saying that the government needs to perhaps reduce the number of holidays but not completely scrap them.
0: Mm, making sense there, and I think, oh, what have the trade unions who stand with um, the teachers, obviously in this regard, uh, saying about the proposal from the Department of Basic Education?
1: Absolutely, we know that uh, Netosa, for example, um, the director, executive director Basel Manuel, saying that the unions are basically rejecting this idea um, as they consider it to be as they consider it to be inconsiderate. And uh, is a clear indication of the lack of respect and care for teachers, mm. you know, who have been working under stressful con- uh, conditions. You know, um, as I mentioned, that you know, with working from home and trying to teach online, using Wi-Fi, means connectivity, means, you know, trying to you can imagine trying to teach you know a six-year-old, seven-year-old online, and you know, trying to gather their attention. You really struggle in a classroom situation. What mm. more over a device?
0: Sure. Um, I think uh, that's a really interesting conversation with regards to that. And in terms of the way forward, is anybody really putting out a way forward as opposed to opposing what has currently been put forth uh, by the department?
1: Well, the DPE spokesperson, Elijah Nsanga, did say that the conversation was on the table and that they would um, report as soon as any final feedback um, was received. But at this stage, um, we are yet to find out what will happen. We do hope, though, as I mentioned, that, you know, the number of holidays are rather reduced rather than scrapped. Um The children and teachers do need a break to be able to perform better as well in the next um, term.
0: Beautiful. I think lastly, let's step into uh, the ANC. Now, the ANC is running at a risk of failing to register its candidates to contest in this year's municipal elections by the 23rd of August. Uh, what is the conversation on social media currently as it stands?
1: Sure. It looks like there's a lot of instability going on within the ANC, but essentially, um, you know, staff members are... Um, on a go slow, they are saying that they haven't been paid, um, you know, stating that these um, salary delays go back to since 2018, you know, and this has affected their medical aid, Um, you know, there's been cancellations, there's been, um, um, uh, you know, just a back and forth, as you can imagine, that uh, medical aid will not... Understand that, you know, you haven't received your salary. they want their premiums to be able to serve you So it really is rather unfortunate, especially from a governing party, you know, who is always preaching for people to be treated well Mm. Um, And I really think in this case, they should really be leading by example, but um, I also think that this just shows the depth, you know, of the the dysfunctionality perhaps within the party.
0: Sure and have they given any reason for this delay? I mean, uh, we are looking at a total of three years. 2018 is quite the lengthy time. Um, have they given any reason to this happening?
1: Well, they've stated, you know, COVID um, and changes within the party. Mm. But, you know, what we do know is that um, poor Mashadile, you know, a, 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 a recording was leaked. And Paul Mashadile was essentially saying that um, he would be uh, putting together a, a, a report that states that, you know, there has to be a cut down of staff members, you know, and um, crowding funding options for the organization. So it does seem that the ANC is going through financial difficulties. Um, and But one could wonder that they cannot state COVID as one of the reasons that COVID only started last year, you know. Yes. So it does mean that this has been under the wrap since 2018 um, and is only coming before at the moment. And I think that it is interesting that it's coming um, to the forefront now, um, considering that we are supposed to be having elections um, in October.
0: Yes. Um, While
1: well, we do know that the case is yet to, you know, go through court processes um, and may, and perhaps elections will be moved to next year, February. But, um, yeah, quite interesting that this is coming to the forefront now.
0: My goodness. Hopefully we will get to a resolution. Uh, and uh, thank you so much for your time, Katara. I think you have really kept us abreast with what is happening in and around us in the past 24 hours.
1: Thank you so much for having me on the show. Have a lovely day, Suna.
0: Uh As with you.